0: I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS I Views podcast. I'm joined by Armin Najarian, Chief Identity Officer at Fraud Prevention Company, Outseer. We're talking about the UK Finance's latest fraud report released recently. It says the level of fraud in the first half of 2021 is now a national security threat. What does that actually mean for the payments industry, Armin? The numbers speak for themselves. Right? These are staggering numbers.
1: And as it relates to the broader financial services and banking industry, if the industry has not yet taken notice uh, and and you know treating is not treating this with a sense of urgency, now is the time. This is certainly affecting how the banking industry operates, and certainly from a national security perspective, fraud is dominating. You know, malicious behavior, and we should all take notice and start to put controls in place at the at the national
0: level, and certainly within our own institutions. It's institutions, it's individuals. There is the cavalry coming over the hill, perhaps, in the form of 3D Secure. Am I right in putting it that way?
1: Yes, especially in Europe and particularly in the UK, uh, 3D Secure as an authentication mechanism, specifically around payments, has proven to be the most effective way to drive efficacy and, and, and really authenticity with transactions uh, through financial systems. And we at outsider are very excited to see this. This has been a long time coming. And the standards that have been put in place to drive, or particularly around strong customer authentication, are being recognized with this, this standard, this emerging standard known as 3Secure.
0: Well, the interesting that you mentioned secure customer authentication there. One of the interesting things I find about that is it's been put off again. Oh, and again. What's the problem with embracing what should be an obvious step? That's a very interesting
1: topic. So, yes, there have been a number of delays, as we are all aware. However, we've been able to validate that putting controls in place, advanced controls that revolve around strong customer authentication, don't actually inhibit digital commerce. They actually make it operate better. And so that, so what was the reason for the delays? It was fear among the merchant community, among the banking community that putting too many controls up will ruin the user experience, will inhibit digital commerce from actually transacting, will bring the economy to a halt. That has not happened. Um, And in fact, through the research that we are about to publish, we have some new research that we've conducted that with 3D Secure specifically, In injecting that into the workflow of how a transaction gets authenticated, in the very few instances where a consumer needs to take action and actually verify they are who they say they are, the abandonment rate of that transaction is very, very low, lower than other controls that are put in place. And so to answer your question, I I think there was some maybe uh, misguided fear around the sky falling with introducing these controls, when in fact, these controls are what the, the ecosystem needs, the banks, the merchants, and the consumers, so that everyone can have confidence that this transaction is, in fact, authentic.
0: I'm going to add another point to that. A lot of what we've seen in terms of payments, technology, implementation, has been sold to people on the back of the fact that it'll make things faster, it'll make things smoother, it'll make things easier. One might argue, certainly from a consumer's perspective, that you don't want to do away with quite all the friction because you need people to be sure, A, that they are spending what they want to spend and B, that they are doing it properly. So they need time to think. It's, It's indeed, if you look at other parts of the world,
1: I'll look at India for example, where they have taken the, the, the Indian government has taken to, I'd say an extreme, perhaps, so some would argue, a, a very high level of authentication being required for every single transaction. That has certainly not brought the economy to a halt. I would argue perhaps, right that you know too much friction isn't necessary in some cases. To your point though, adding the right amount of I wouldn't necessarily even describe it as friction, but verification, As a consumer, I'll speak for myself, right? When I'm conducting a transaction, a high-value transaction, and I am stepped up and I am asked to verify some bit of information, I appreciate that because I, I turn it around and say, okay, if someone had fraudulently taken my credit card or had my credentials and attempted to run a transaction of that value, yes, I could dispute the transaction. But it adds the peace of mind to me as a consumer that for those certain transactions, perhaps, that might be elevated in risk for whatever reason. Those few times that happens, it provides me the the confidence that uh, my financials are not being misused.
0: So far, we've been talking about this broadly from the industry perspective, but consumers need to do more about security themselves because security has got to come first. Otherwise, I'm never going to make a payment ever without knowing that it's secure. That's correct. That's
1: correct. And I would introduce or argue right, that the single biggest threat as a consumer are compromised credentials. And there's an entire fraud ecosystem who's in business to steal your credentials. And they have become very clever. There's organized fraud groups from around the world that do this for a living. And credential theft really is the gateway drug for broader exploits including fraudulent transactions accessing any stored value you might have in an airline account or even a merchant account so as a consumer we should absolutely and we already have as consumers taken notice but practice good hygiene change your passwords use more advanced password techniques pay attention to alerts etc you know take that extra step of verification if something doesn't feel right So it's a very important point you're making around, you know, the role the consumer should be playing in the mix.
0: Well, these are things, what you've just said is what you would have said 20 years ago. This has not changed for people, but still we, we as consumers fall short. So that puts the ball back in the industry's court. Yes, we've got 3D Secure coming. It's already taken off in a big way in terms of um, the embrace of that technology. What's the next step? very good question. So
1: the the next step to the industry is, well, twofold. I I will make a comment on 3D Secure. Yes, it is the the dominant standard, particularly in the UK and in many parts of Europe, uh, around authenticating payment transactions. It's also worth recognizing that the standard, this protocol called 3D Secure has been around for many, many years. The first iteration of 3D Secure was quite inefficient and quite horrible. In many ways, and the the industry rejected it for many years. The the good news in all of this, in this tale, is that the standard body EMV Co, who really um, has developed the 3D Secure protocol, has made it better for everybody. Made it better for the the banks, the issuing banks for issuing credit cards, by providing a just a better set of data. Made it better for the merchants by injecting 3D secure more naturally into the user experience and into the mobile experience. So it doesn't feel like it's a, um, a disparate experience popping out of nowhere. And finally, from a consumer perspective, it, it feels minimally invasive. <laughs> and um, so I, I will make that comment. What's next is really leveraging as far as the ecosystem. There's a lot of very important data there. So as a financial institution, as a, as a card issuing bank, as, as an example, who is um, injecting 3D Secure Rails into payments authentication, um, it's really leveraging that information. There's some very rich insights that are now flowing through 3D Secure, the 2.x standard. We're now on 2.3. And we haven't fully seen all issuing banks sharing that information with the merchant community in a, in a beneficial way. Um, this is not PII. These are insights around how transactions are running, where friction is encountered, and and really how to make that experience better. So I'd say that's next on the horizon um, for the ecosystem to really make the most um, of this payment authentication standard.
0: Well, it's not just a matter, I want to round up on this point, it's not just a matter of payment authentication, it's a matter of the relationship between the merchant and between the financial institution. And then you get into all sorts of issues about, is this something that I want embedded on my website? Is this something that I should have embedded on my website? Are you disintermediating the bank? And as a bank, do I want to be disintermediated? Am I happy just to be a commodity provider? This all becomes part of the discussion as well. Certainly, yes. So without doubt,
1: the opportunity... For the merchant community and the, the banking community to work together better than they have ever before is upon us. And we're seeing that certainly in, in what I would call regulated economies that, in, that are regulated for the right reasons. In comparison, it's in contrast, you know, you look at the United States, you know, where I happen to live, 3D Secure is emerging, but to your point, there is, I would say, some resistance from the merchant community. They don't fully understand because this is not a mandated standard yet in the United States, the merchant community isn't fully aware. And so to your point, education becomes an important part, educating the merchant community around the benefits. And we're pointing to the UK specifically around, hey, look at these great examples and case studies of how fraud rates have lowered. CART abandonment has been brought to an all-time low. Consumer satisfaction is still very high. Um, And so, yes, that's education and collaboration between the merchant and banking community fostered by ecosystem providers like Outsir becomes very, very important.
0: Thank you very much. Alman Najarian, Chief Identity Officer, Outsir.